Episode 12 of our Tabletop Podcast. I'm Matt, and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Spook Jim, and I play Galliot Delaric. I'm Jojo, and I play Nynx. I'm Bianca, and I play Leilothia. Hey everyone, I'm Cody, and I play Thord and Stronghollow. I'm Adam, I'm our Game Master. In our last episode, the party stayed the night at the Desert Cloud Inn. And during the night, there was a few dreams and visions that took place. Nynx communed with the Earth Mother and received a vision of a graveyard somewhere in the north of the city that belongs to the Barthold family. As the group is finishing up their breakfast, uh, what are you going to do today? Well, I'm going to sally up to the uh, bar to keep. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have the uh, address for uh, Bergerac? Oh, I do. Thank you again for doing that little errand for me. I appreciate it. Hey. He tells you the address. I jot it down. Well, I'll uh, we'll be uh, back in a few. I owe you a beer. Oh, a good one too. A good one. Well, I definitely will hurry back. <laughs> I appreciate it, Master Dwarf. Well, if everyone else is uh, is ready to go. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay. That that ad- address is on the very edge of the Ruka Enclave, uh, just a bit to the north of here. And when you get there, it's a small stone house uh, with a few windows, a front and back door. The curtains are drawn. What do you do? This looks, this looks dreary. I'll, uh, I'll walk up to the uh, to the front door and just boom, 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 just as loud as I can. Tordan, you'll wake the dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no answer. Mm. Give it one more good night. And I'll just do it again. Boom, boom, boom. They're awake now. <laughs> hey, they better be. <laughs> I've got beer riding on this. <laughs> Can anyone see in the windows? It's a 14. Okay. What's up? Oh, Galliot, as you're peeking between the curtains, um, we see an empty kitchen. There's no fire in the hearth. Um, there's an empty coat hook near the door. Nobody there. You don't see anything suspicious. Not here. Well, it looks like he left on his own. The door is still locked if you try the doorknob. Hey, hey, try the... Locked and no answer. Well, I, I believe we've done what we can here. <laughs> you just wanted a beer. <laughs> a brunch beer. Because you already had your breakfast beer. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, the promised beer is promised beer, all right? <laughs> I run up to one of the guys in the, the street and I ask... He, uh, sir, do you know where Mr. Bergerac went? Oh, Mr. Bergerac, he, uh, he left last night. He's, he's not home yet, it seems. Was he alone or with somebody? 
He was alone, I think. Okay. Also, one more question. Do you know where the Bartold... Bartold? Never heard of him. I'm kind of huffing. Okay. Thank you, anyways. And I wrap, uh, go through my bag and I hand him a silver. Thank you for your time. Oh, may, may you be blessed by the desert winds. How yeah. kind of you. You too. And I turn around and I... It, sir, sir Thornton, um... Yeah, the guy I was just talking to, he didn't see him. Mm. Well, he saw him leave, but he hasn't returned, so... Well... And he wasn't with anybody. Maybe he went to a, a brothel. Well, let's report back. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to still go north. All right. You want to go to someone's uh, a rich family's graveyard, right? So that's, uh, that's going to be several hours' walk. This will take ten minutes. Okay, fine. Eleven with the beer. <laughs> it it may take beer. a little longer with the beer, but... <laughs> okay. But I'm sure the dead can wait. Rude? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Priorities, boy. Look at my shirt. Wait, why do you keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> She's just looking at her sloth. I mean, he's just looking at her sloth. Just leave him alone. <laughs> no, I just want to know why, why, why he keeps doing that every time I say that. Anyways. Anyway, let's get a move on. <laughs> okay. Like narrow my eyes suspiciously. <laughs> you return to the desert cloud, and uh, it's morning by now, and the whole tavern is filled with halflings enjoying their breakfast. And as you walk in, the bartender um, nods to you with a smile. I just uh, I walk up over up to him. Well, uh, I, I'm, I apologize, but... Uh, he, Bergerac, he was not home. Ah, that's too bad. He must have been having a night on the town somewhere other than here. I think that's probably correct. Well, let's hope he has some good story for me. <laughs> I owe you a beer, Master Dwarf. I, I will gladly accept it. Coming right up. Kings is looking around, and I eye a table of halflings, and I walk up, well, Climb up on the table. Climb up on their table. <laughs> and I say, I got a gold piece for information. These halflings' eyes light up and they stop eating their breakfast. Oh, my. You're uh, on our table here. That's interesting. What uh, What can we do to get this gold piece? I'm looking for a f rich family home in the north. Well, there's a lot of rich families up north. One that has a cemetery with a creepy tree. Uh, to be honest, that sounds like every cemetery to me. The family motto is, I build truth or I build the truth. Mm, I don't recognize the motto. Do you have a name? Yes. The Bartolds. I do recognize the Bartolds. Yes, they're, they're, uh, they're one of the rich families in the city. Do you know where their home, their family home, is located? Let's see, Tibble. Do you have a Do you have a map on you? I do. He unrolls a, a map of the city, and the halflings start hunting through it, looking for something. After a moment, they they tap on the map, and aha! 
Uh, these uh, three parcels of land right here up north, they all belong to the Bartol. Can you give me directions or sell me your map? I could give you directions, but this, this map is expensive. Uh, we couldn't part with it for less than 20 pieces of gold. I got a mushroom. That won't do it, I'm afraid. <laughs> Isn't that right, boys? <laughs> um, I have special mushroom. One of the halflings raises his eyebrow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I could buy a lot of those for 20 pieces of gold, so I'd, it's not... Uh... So, <laughs> Thorin, like, accepts his beer, and he's like, oh, yes. <laughs> he starts sipping on him, like, oh... Free beer is the best beer. I turn around and see Nynx on on this table bothering these guys. I'm just like... <laughs> Waving money. <laughs> Waving money around. Yeah, just like... I'm going to march over there and attempt to uh, grab Nynx off the table. Fifteen? I got a fifteen plus one, which is a sixteen. Nink squirms out of your grasp. Get down from there. What are you doing? I'm trying to get information for the Bartold house. I'm going to try to make another swipe at her. Get down. Oh, are we negotiating over here? I'm, uh, I have a look at them. I'm terribly, terribly sorry for all this. Hey, we're, we're, we're bargaining here. We were about to sell this map to her for 30 pieces of gold. I'm, he I, said 20. I, I, I'm sorry. For how much? T- 25 pieces of gold. He said 20. Sounds like, like you're I look at the map. Maps are not cheap. <laughs> I correct. They are not cheap, but they're not 25 gold expensive either. Oh, good luck finding a cheaper one that's, that's accurate. A, I look at, I hand him my gold piece. Snatch. <laughs> I get out a piece of parchment and I sketch real quick. Thank you. Oh ah, and I throw shit. another silver. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> what are you doing? You can't just climb up on people's dinner tables. I paid him. Brunch tables. <laughs> Breakfast tables, whatever. You made me spit my beer out. <laughs> I paid him. <laughs> well, what did you find out? Where the Bartold house is and where the cemetery... You're really excited to go dig up some dead bodies. I'm more excited. I swear, people are there. It's a dream. <laughs> Why are we putting so much stock in dreams? The Thorne is just like... <laughs> like you can visibly see, like, red in his cheeks. <laughs> I look at him and go... And I, I look at him... Well, I contemplate within, and now I look at him and go, You haven't been visited yet. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> Damn. I got visited by you, my You know what will no, happen no. if someone tries to visit me? They'll get a hammer in the face. What if it's a Toon that visited? Toon doesn't visit. Tomato, tomato. You'll see. I'm gonna swipe at my <laughs> the rest of my beer. <laughs> Just. Throw it back. Lilothia blows another smoke of Skythe, another cloud of Skythe thistle at Thornton. Hoping it does something. How are you going to deal with this elf constantly Second blowing time. smoke in your face? 
Thornton. Uh, when she blo- does that, he's he's gonna like drop his mug, look at her, and just squirt beer into her face. Oh <laughs> shit! She catches it, drinks the whole. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Oh. that's nasty. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> this is weird. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> okay, well, Lelathia Le- drinks Thornton squirt. Thornton just like sits the mug down and storms up. <laughs> so is it on? Yeah, we'll check it. Okay, recording. All right, so what's the plan? Now, let's we, follow. Yeah, we need to head to the Bartolt. I'll follow Ninx. Yep. I guess. Follow this little mushroom. I guess. <laughs> I get out my weird parchment paper of a map. So you already know it's going to take several hours to get that far north on the city on foot. Make a... Make, all of you make an intelligence check. I'm sorry, an insight check. Oh, no. <laughs> no insight. I got it, too. Oh, oh, good. Oh, goody. Insight, you said? Yes, sir. That's a 14 for shrimp stomp. That's a 7 for me. That is a nat 26. That is 7. It's not five. even 13? shocking. It's, you're you're like, it's not fair. <laughs> You have a plus five. Well, yeah, I know. But like for eight. I have a plus six to insight. <laughs> Some of you, if you think about it, if y'all are heading to the nicest part of the city, uh, rich folks, with a goblin in tow, that might be a challenge. Are you going to do anything to disguise Shrimp Stomp? Or? We just Ford put them in a and- trash bag. Right now, he's, uh... <laughs> we can go with the onion idea. <laughs> yeah, we still have the onions. <laughs> a real stinky homeless person. They, you know, even that they may not like. Look, Thornton's a little miffed right now. Disguise him as something and just have a skunk and just like shake the skunk when people get too close or start asking <laughs> questions. So, what are you going to do to uh, get Shrimp Stomp? Disguise to go to the northern part of the city. Throw him into a bathhouse. Not really. <laughs> well, uh, we could always, uh, near his eyes at Ninks, we could always disguise him as a sort of. Find a skunk for a day. Look, we're going into, uh, territory that is, uh, controlled by very rich noble. Mm-hmm. Do any of you know how to act properly in that setting? <laughs> do you why are you looking at me as a matter of fact yes I do he's the only one Galleon might unless he insults a, one of the richest women in the city <laughs> on the first day <laughs> what if we just stick the side road in back roads <laughs> hold on he mentioned the back road well, we could do that but we'll take it, it will add many, many more hours. But it would be safer to speak instead of boldly bark. Boldly bark. <laughs> boldly march. Through alleys filled with uh, all kinds of uh, brigands. What if, uh, what if we just put them in like a, like a backpack? Zip it. Are you going to carry the backpack? 
If I have to, shit. Are, are, are you going to let... That. I'm going to get him so <laughs> high. <laughs> um, it'll be fine. It'll be an experience for both of us. If I must do that. The worst smelling backpack. <laughs> I mean... Sorry. He, don't throw up in the backpack. He's, don't throw... He's not going to throw up in the backpack. He's probably going to fall asleep and... <laughs> this is... You know, I'm the well. comfiest I've ever been. Wrapped up in myself. <laughs> We are we are a bunch of uh, very heavily armed individuals. Uh, and what do you think? I'm a weakling? Think I can't do it, Thornton? I want to see you do it. <laughs> I'm going to flip and do it. <laughs> do it. Do you have a backpack? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this epic adventure of going through alleys and stuff, we, I'm sure we could come across a... I... <laughs> maybe one of the smell-proof backpacks. Smell-proof? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. That sounds sorry. blasphemous. <laughs> goblin. You must be proud of your smell. You can be proud because of your smell. Because every nose. Oh. It'll get to your nose. I, and I you... say... I say we go through the alley. I just thought of it. We don't have anything to disguise young Shrimp Stomp as a sort of... We just take well, away all of his things. I, 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 I do, I, I do <laughs> have some clothes, but... um. <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you, I think the, the, the backpack and alleys and stuff. He could just... be a prisoner. What is wrong with me? All right, we. right, I'll take the lead through the alleys. If push I'm... comes to shove, he's our prisoner. It's a good plan. We'll just start beating him up. <laughs> like, everyone's like, what's that goblin? And what's that goblin doing here? We'll just start jumping him up. Like, yeah, we told you. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll lead us through the alleys. Okay. Okay. Ninx, you take a you you, you take up the rear and uh, Finn. Oh, hopefully someone snatches you. Mm, right. oh. <laughs> oh. Well, since, well, since are, I'm I'm bringing up the 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 rear, um, <laughs> you need this, so I hand him the map. Like, what the say. hell is that? <laughs> Okay, new plan. <laughs> There's like a corner side. You lead us there. And you'll be the bottom? Huh? No, I'll, I'll be right behind her. <laughs> and uh, Shrimp Sump will uh, be in the middle. Okay. You right. take up the rear. All right, so we... Hey, you have okay, the, but moon the shadow. ranged attacks. The moon shadows. Yep, he's I mean, still there following I mean, me. Doesn't your uh, doesn't your dog uh, follow you anyway? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes people think I'm that they can put dog. me. And he's dog. very yeah. cute. Calm down. I, like look down at him. I, I don't say his anything. Nose. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares at you, with narrowed eyes. <laughs> he just boobs his nose. Come on, moon shadow. Let's go. He doesn't let's like go that. with our sky <laughs> thistles. We'll show them, we'll show him how to protect that body. It's the rear. <laughs> Where did you find these people, Lelatia? What do you oh, mean, you no, people? They're so weird. You were here the entire time. <laughs> Where did you find them? Like we, did, we didn't even move away before you said that. <laughs> All right, so we take off. The fox is the racist one. <laughs> He's. Do we need to do a stealth or? I mean, I, I feel like we're just, uh, if we're just walking through the, the alleys, I mean, we're not like trying to hide, really. 
You know, yeah. um, also, I mean, my biggest concern is the the smell of some. Yeah. That's why we're going through the alleys. The trash smells like trash. Okay. <laughs> Very proud smells. For most of your journey through the city, it's the poorer or middle class areas. and You don't have to stress too much. When you do get to the northern districts, um, you start seeing more guards, um, more streets being channeled through gates. Um, and that's when you need to begin hiding into the, in the alleys. Uh, but these alleys, if they could even be called that, are really just side streets because they're still nice. Um, however, it takes you forever because you'll turn down a street, there's a guard. So you turn around and go a different way, go around a building. In doing so, you're able to avoid um, getting stopped by anyone, but it takes you hours. And by the time you're approaching where you believe the Bartold Cemetery is, um, the sun is already setting. It, take you, it took you all day. To get here incognito. I'm gonna like re, re, like rifle through my pack and pull out a, a, little, a little ration uh, kit and open up and start like dry bread. I always some berry. Are y'all are y'all hungry over there? Yeah, Shrimp Song's definitely hungry. I think Galliot's like. Oh, like thank you. That's kind of you. Tasty, tasty. Well, it becomes even more easy to sneak around as darkness falls and. Uh, before long, you get to a very quiet, spooky part of the city, and you do at the, uh, there is a street, kind of lonely, um, with a, a wall, a high wall on the left, and you come across a stone arch with a gate that, uh, over the top of the arch, it says, Fiernum et Tial. It's here, right here! Thornton, like, walks past, and like, oh, oh! <laughs> This, this is what I saw in my vision. When you peer through that metal gate, you see a a small walled-in cemetery dominated by an enormous tree, just like in your vision. The center of it burnt out um, and split, the other branches kind of spreading over the cemetery. And uh, you see several statues um, with very, these are not simple graves. They're, there's these stone monuments on the ground scattered throughout. And uh, make a perception check. All of us are just her. All of Shrimp Song did a seven. 21. Shrimp Song's busy thinking about if Nisa's visions are real. Maybe his dream with Amira was actually real. 23. That's a big fat seven. 14. 14. Um, Inks and Leilathia, you, um, this is almost appropriate. You're kind of in this zone. It's very quiet. You can hear the breeze coming through this big tree. Um, and you see some shape in the overhanging vines and plants coming over the wall on the opposite side. Um, you see there's something moving in that. And what also catches your eye is in between your position and that, you see a patch of earth with a wooden temporary gravestone, perhaps, planted in front of it. There's a freshly dug grave to the 
right of the big tree. It's too far away to read what name it has on it. You feel a real spooky vibe in the air. Careful. It looks uh, it looks like it's all uh, locked up, and uh, there's uh, there's no need for us to go in there. Yes, there is. <laughs> what? I, what? <laughs> no, no such thing. <clears throat> it's okay, Thornton. And, and I, I feel it too. Ju- just uh, ju- just to prove a wrong, I'm gonna like just walk up and like try to open. Um, it's locked, but you know that you could probably smash this lock with your hammer if you chose. Well, it's locked, and um, yeah, there's just, there's just nothing that well we can do. Is this just like a stone door, right? It's a stone arch, but the gate is like wrought iron. Just hop over. There'll be no evidence. Do I look like I do hopping? (laughs) Um, You look like a great hurdler. Yes, I've seen you like jump in midair and crash, uh, crush skulls with your hammer axe. It's a war hammer. <laughs> Hammer axe. Well, it just splits their heads so crazy. It's it, what it, warhammers do. <laughs> whatever. But um, yep. Yeah, no, it's 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 locked, and uh, we can't get in. You can pick it. Now look, just just hit it right here. And Shrimpstomp smashes the lock with his mace. Oh, thank Damn. gosh! <laughs> At least somebody's not a. Genius. The wrought iron gate swings open mm. as the lock is crushed. Mm. Not worried about being too loud. Shrimp Stomp, what a brave soldier. <laughs> Thank you. And I found a scary tree. And you. Okay. My voice carries. I'm sorry. Do you enter the cemetery? Oh, most definitely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. <laughs> well. Thornton, uh, to prove that he's not a, a chicken, <laughs> he uh, he just boldly starts walking <laughs> through the gate. It's like just grumbling under his breath. <laughs> Call me a chicken. I'll show you. What did you have for I'll breakfast? I'll show all of you. <laughs> yeah, Leah, what did you, you have for breakfast? Um, I want to <laughs> stay just out of the gate so I can't be charged with trespassing. Oh, <laughs> uh, and or, uh, keep an eye out. Make yeah. sure. I want to roll since we're very clearly breaking and entering. Yeah, go ahead. That is a two. You look around, you definitely don't see anyone looking at you, and you don't see many windows or um, obvious places that someone could be stationed to, to watch you or watch the gate. It's plus three. So, five. five. You, don't, you don't see it. Still nothing. <laughs> well, it looks good. Turns around. Oi, you got a license to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, on your left, you see that overgrown by some brambles is a small shed with some tools nearby, closed. Um, you can see some of these, uh, I'll call them mausoleum. You see some of these um, statues and sarcophagi uh, scattered throughout. Um who goes further into the cemetery to see what's on the far side? I do. Because I, as me being me, I'm doing yes. my ritualistic duty and I'm showing reverence to the graves more so, paying more attention to the ones that have the statues and putting my... Okay. 
we found your graveyard. There's the big scary tree, and now we're just giving mushrooms to graves. And, and more importantly, here's the grave that was shown. And I point to the one that's the freshly dug. Thoradin just like looks at you and the grave skeptically. <laughs> the grave marker reads Del Sonora Iovianus. Oh, of course it does. Was, wasn't that the uh Yes the wizard? The wizard lady. The one that Bartold was uh went outside of the city to warn. Hmm. Well, I suppose they had to bury her somewhere. They were connected. Maybe it might be a, not a distant leap of logic to think maybe she... They were both wizards there. It's probably a pretty good chance that they were... Uh, Blood-bonded. Doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? I've seen stranger things. In a way, we need to help her. She's dead. <laughs> no, she's not. What? Who steps closest to the gray... I do. Definitely not Shrimp Stomp. When you start to oh. think about that dream he had. When you get closer, you hear a popping, crackling sound. And each of you, your mark begins to burn. And you see an arc of purple electricity. It almost looks like arc from one of you to the next. Oh, no. All the way back to Galliot and wrapping around to Thoradin, creating a chain. And that forwardmost part of the chain dips underground towards where that grave is. We have to get her out. Lower. Ow, ow, ow. And it hurts. <laughs> no. She's not again. What are y'all doing? What did you do? <laughs> I think. I bet you if we bring her up, we can figure out how to get this stuff off. I am not digging up a body. What are you talking about? But you heard, heard, Zen. We we needed everybody. We needed to complete the the chain. Make a perception check. So we don't need everyone. We need everybody. I got a fifteen. I got a sixteen. I'm still up. Fourteen again. Nineteen. You hear um, some night birds. Make a sound, but it's a kind of weird, echoey, whispery version of it. And the little bit of motion that you had seen on the opposite end of the cemetery stops, doesn't move anymore. And very close to y'all on the right, some of the bushes and vines and brambles and, and uh, tree branches overhang the uh, the wall to your right suddenly opens up and. A figure starts to come out. A big figure. Thoradin just immediately, like, turns towards the threat. And he just pulls out his shield and his mace, and he's ready. He's ready to go. Ninx grabs her card, sits down, and starts looking for her uh, her card for spirit men. I knew this was a bad idea. Um, Shrimpsop's going to run up towards uh, Ninx to kind of... Help protect you know, up there all by all by themselves. Galliot, are you peeking through the gate to see what's going on? Um, I don't think so. I think he's more focused on seeing if. Okay. Well, for those of you who are in the cemetery, 
this mass of brambles and um, crawling plants um, spreads apart to reveal a green feminine face that comes out of it and it parts as if it's her hair. She's big. It's it's like twice the size of a person. And it's a very serene um, face. Um, little flowers begin to appear on the plants that, that seem to be her hair. And she looks at you with a frightened, kind of desperate expression. And uh, a big mass of vegetation comes up in the air and forms an arm. And it points down at the grave, but where a hand and a forearm would be, it's just a blackened, rotting shape, but it still looks as if she's pointing towards that grave, and she looks afraid. What in Satoan's name is that? That's the lady. The lady? Yes. The dead lady. The the green glowy lady, the one I was telling you about that needed our help. <laughs> so, so Thornton is just like staring at all this just didn't pay attention to the just, stupid, just dream. stupid fight <laughs> like <laughs> I, thought, I thought dreams were just dreams dreams are just dreams <laughs> <laughs> this is all a coincidence oh yes you hear an owl's hoot but a very short sharp one as if you uh, disturbed an owl in its in its nest and you if you look the uh, the green lady in front of you is uh, looking up towards the tree now, and she gestures further with that rotting stump of an arm, and she looks afraid. Is she gesturing towards the tree or towards the... Kind of grave? above the grave, towards the tree, very emphatically. Thor, it's like, just like slowly, he's just going to like turn his attention from this giant uh, moss lady. Um... Up towards where she's pointing. Hovering in the, uh, Matt, the, uh, the cat seemed to have opened the curtain or something. Hovering in the branches of this huge tree, basically above that grave, you see some hazy purple points of light. And a column of shadows starts just descending from the, the branch. And you see a figure that's floating, lowering down closer to the grave. And those lights coalesce into two points that are eyes. And you see now a ghostly, horrible-looking figure with uh, a, a male figure with long, a beard that looks like it's made of seaweed or something, and these purple points of light in place of eyes. Um, one of its arms is a huge tentacle that ends with an eel's head. And its lower torso just sort of becomes this ragged, shroud-like shape. And it is looking directly at y'all. It has a kind of a nimbus of purple energy around it. It reminds you of those black-cloaked men. Some of them were seem to be mutations and have purple eyes. It looks very similar to them. What do the tree had a soul? The uh, Thornton is gonna like just turn his head towards Ninx and just like glare at her for a second, like shut up. <laughs> the figure opens its mouth, and a bone-chilling echo 
appears as it, as it speaks. And while it does that, I grab, find my my card, and I go because I'm going to ask for Wielda to help us. And I'm going to say, how can I put it? I think you're helping Wielda at this point. Well, I'm going to use her to help me harness my spirit. So how can I word it the, the right way? In honor of Wielda, I and I just. Like, I, she, you just cast. The spell? Yes. Okay, okay. Before you're able to cast that, though. In a booming, echoey voice, the figure looks down at you and speaks. You think this tree has a soul? It has no more soul than I. Damn your eyes for coming to this place. I'll send you to the deep. And with that, we're going to conclude this episode on a cliffhanger. What is our party going to do? I think they're going to be in for uh, quite a fight. I, for one, would like to uh, um, uh, change sides to... Uh, uh, to I, I would like to join the uh, the, the army of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. To become this... I want to become a fucking ghost tree. <laughs> he ain't part of the tree, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you're excited for the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Bye. Make Let- sure to follow us on Twitter at Goblin House ST. Follow us on Facebook at Goblin House Studios. Also, you can follow us on TikTok, also as Goblin House. And on a personal note, I would like to say please support your local hobby shop. They need you to stay alive. And, uh, Please do so. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.